Hi, my name is Dr. Mark Alandari, and I'm an infectious diseases specialist in New Orleans. Hi, my name is Hope Hickerson, and I'm a health education specialist and reporter. This is the Noise Filter Podcast, where an infectious diseases physician... That's me, and a health education expert... That's me. Talk about what you need to know to keep yourself and your loved ones healthy. For more information about Noise Filter, your public health podcast, and to watch and share our incredible informative animations, please visit us at noisefiltershow.com. And if you like what you hear, don't forget to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to us. So let's get started. Hi, Noise Filter listeners. This week, we're going to be revisiting some of our favorite episodes from the year. As always, thank you so much for listening. Viruses that come from bats. In the past, bats have spread numerous deadly viruses, including Ebola in Western Africa. According to Global Health and Infectious Disease Specialist, NEPA, which is also carried by bats, has already caused outbreaks in South and Southeast Asia. The coronavirus family is also responsible for diseases such as Middle East Respiratory Syndrome, or MERS, and Severe Acute Respiratory Syndrome, also SARS. Viruses that cause SARS and MERS originated in bats and other animals served as intermediate hosts. So bats are a group of flying mammals with over 1,300 species distributed across 20 families. The only other group of mammals that harbor as many viruses are rodents. However, the number of zoonotic viruses hosted by bats per species exceeds that of rodents, according to studies. And also, yeah, rodents can't get around quite as easily as bats. Bats Mm -hmm. actually fly. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. their ability, and they fly long distances. So their ability Mm -hmm. to transmit viruses are far more greater as well. Mm-hmm. As the environment changes, displaced species like bats are moving into new habitats and mixing with other species. Due to those shifts and greater human interaction with animals as people move deeper in the forest, virulent viruses are more likely to jump species. As viruses jump species and mix with other viruses, new diseases are likely to be created. Scientists have stated that this is what appears to have happened in China with the virus that caused COVID-19. Although bats have caused many viruses and diseases to be spread among humans, professionals say that this is not a reason to fear or fight the species. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. The same thing with mosquitoes. Mosquitoes exist and transmit parasites and viruses, but that does not mean that we need to go, you know, so-called quote unquote nuclear on mosquitoes. They are a incredible part of the of the biome of the environment. Yeah. Mosquitoes and bats were here before humans and they will be here after humans leave. So but it is still unclear what makes bats so unique in their ability to spread viruses to humans. There are many competing hypotheses from the similarities in our immune systems. Wow. Okay. To echolocation, creating droplet clouds that spread disease. So I went to the University of California in Santa Cruz, which actually has a very, very strong uh, marine marine sciences department. Of course, we're right on the beach mm-hmm. and it's mammals that use echolocation. So it was mm-hmm. while I was there, they had just discovered that the way that dolphins are able to kind of 
not only necessarily communicate with one another, but more importantly, being able to see what's around them. They use this idea of echolocation where they mm-hmm. throw out a noise and then they wait for the the reverberation or the or the rebound of that noise to kind of figure out where they are in space and time. And bats use that as well. Mm-hmm. Again, you know, another mammal mm-hmm. is using that. But the idea of creating droplet clouds that spread yeah that spread these viruses is really fascinating and which freaky. is never yeah well yeah. i mean i guess so i guess it is kind of freaky it you know is. like i see it from a really cool science perspective but you're right from a a non you know like you yeah. know from a person who's like right i mean so one is you know uh don't go into caves where there are bats <laughs> i highly recommend that <laughs> you don't have to worry about that <laughs> right for for you you're saying right yes for me Ooh. <laughs> all right it is beneficial to have bats around since they pollinate flowers and control insects and also because they're part of the evolutionary they process are. they right? are yes <laughs> And they just morally and ethically deserve to be and on the planet do. sharing it with us, right? Yes. The transmission of viruses is not inevitable as long as humans keep their distance. People only contract these viruses if we continue to encroach on bat habitats, yeah. hunt and eat bats, and otherwise come into contact uh, with them. It is important for us to recognize that. And again, a lot of these conversations come to, in the end, we see the results of what happens with just unfettered capitalism. And so how does this a function of unfettered capitalism? Because bats live in areas of the earth that humans don't necessarily need to get into. But we are encroaching further and further into their places, their place of habitat, where they live, uh, because we want to continue to build 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 or log 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 mm-hmm. or whatever it is this is what happens and again mm-hmm. another example and you know i've always known how much just unfettered capitalism has been problematic to humans but since we started doing this podcast and hope specifically since you and i have been hosting together it has become more and more obvious to me because almost every conversation we're able to trace back yeah. to it's logical every one. yep <laughs> every one of them yep. goes back to oh Capitalism. That's right. You know, That's capitalism. Right. Every you know, mm-hmm. and and it's and 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 again, not not Scandinavian version of capitalism, which is highly regulated, but mm-hmm. more of these unregulated types of capitalism mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. as well. Lastly, I do want to just make a point, even though this was talking about bats and and viruses, our producer had asked us to also mention a bit of through the uh, through the years and and through I would say through since about maybe eighty years, certainly the last fifty to seventy years. We have seen viruses that have emanated out of of labs uh, that have been testing these viruses. We saw the great influenza outbreak of 19, I think it was 68, was a virus that had leaked out of a Russian lab. So it is Mm -hmm. known that viruses do emanate from labs. In terms of, of COVID, I think that has been adjudicated. And we do know that the virus that COVID-19 did emanate from the so-called Wuhan, uh, so-called wet markets, I think that has been pretty well adjudicated. But I will say it is important for us as scientists and, and people who are thoughtful to recognize the great coincidence that there was a lab in Wuhan that was doing research on the so-called SARS-CoV-2 viruses. Mm -hmm. These are the viruses that cause COVID. Mm -hmm. And they were doing gain-of-function studies. And gain-of-function studies is that they were making the viruses or they 
they look at viruses as they become more virulent mm-hmm. to see how they become more virulent to, so as to understand these very nuanced and subtle ways to understand how evolution can create more virulent viruses. I will acknowledge all of those are certainly great considerations uh, to think about. Mm -hmm. But again, I think that in terms of the lab in Wuhan potentially being a source, I think that it is fair for us to consider it. But I I think the studies have have established that, that, that it was just a great coincidence. But again, that is as huge a coincidence as coincidences do get. Mm-hmm. And so I do want to offer uh, my my respect to people who believe that this could have been a lab leak. I understand where they're coming from. And, mm-hmm. and of all the things that I've heard in the past, uh, this is the one that I, I, you know, I even like lean a little bit into it. And for a short period of time, I too thought that perhaps there may have been something there mm-hmm. that I've read enough to think, to, to, that I feel pretty convinced that there's no there there, but I am keeping myself open that there is a huge coincidence. You know, could we find something out in 10 years? Yes. And if we do, would I easily change my mind to being like, yep, okay, I guess that's what it was, 100%. Thanks for listening to Noise Filter, your public health podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the Noise Filter podcast. Follow us on social media and leave us a review letting us know your favorite part of the show. You can find me, Hope Hickerson, at hopehickerson.com. And you can find me at Dr. Mark Allen Derry or at the Dr. Derry. That's D-R-D-E-R-Y. To see and share our amazing animations and find out more information about us, the show, as well as links to our social media, go to noisefiltershow.com. We are grateful to our sponsors, including Access Health Louisiana and the End the Epidemic Initiative, who are working to bring equitable health outcomes to everyone they serve. Hope, any last words? Stay well out there, folks, and continue taking steps to keep yourself and your loved ones healthy. That includes exercise, a good diet, getting adequate sleep, and seeing your health care providers regularly. And protect yourself and others by getting the COVID-19 vaccine and booster, wearing a mask, and social distancing wherever possible. Remember, health is a human right. <laughs>